Hi, everybody. Uh, if you've listened to this before, you know the deal. And if not, this is the Blizzard Watch D&D stream. Um, I'm Matt. I'm the DM. Uh, it's been a heck of a week for me, so if I'm a little off, I apologize. But I'm going to go around the quote-unquote table because uh, we were, we're, we're trendy. We were actually before the trend even. We've been playing D&D entirely online this whole time. And now that, that seems like a smart move. Uh, but I'm going to just you know, move around the table, so to speak, and introduce everybody. I'm going to go into the order that they are in the chat. So, uh, Anne, could you tell people who you're playing and say hi? Hi, I'm Anne. I'm playing Mischief. She's a level 7 tiefling rogue. Okay, Corey? Hi, I'm Corey. I'm playing Zelen, uh, the elf fighter. Um, Deb? Hi, I'm Deb. I am playing Medeal. I am the cleric of note. Joe? Uh, I am Joe Perez. I'm playing William Ruspark, the gnome wizard. Okay, uh, Liz? I'm, I'm Liz, and I am playing Kanahe. I am a water ganasi sorcerer. Uh, and finally, Mitch? Hi, my name is Michael. I'm playing Fizzle, a Kenku bard. Okay, and we now that we've managed to make this sound like we're having some kind of group support meeting, <laughs> but let's let's actually get into the game, so to speak. So um, when last we were here, uh, for people who who didn't listen to last session, and quite frankly, you should. It was it was quite amazing. Um, the party had met up with a group of adventurers that they you know sort of had friendly relations with, and they were stuck on another plane of existence, so they wanted to get home, and the you know, our players also want to go home. They teamed up to go raid a, a old manse that is a, some kind of ruin that seems to have come to this plane from the plane that the players were originally from, the Prime Material. Uh, upon entering it, while the other party attacked as a distraction, they got themselves to a upstairs room, series of rooms, where a group of Githsarai monks seem to have discovered the ancient magical secrets of this building and they were using them. Um, Mitch then stole someone's shadow and attempted to impersonate a member of their order, but unfortunately Fizzle doesn't actually have the capacity to speak aside from, from what he hears other people say. So it, 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 it was a valiant effort and the dice just were not with him. But after a while they managed to capture the head of the program who promised to lead them to a way out, but instead tried to feed them to a red dragon that they had captured. The red dragon, however, was able to be convinced relatively quickly to instead eat the uh, Githsarai. And the party and the red dragon teamed up to get to a portal room, which is the room they're currently standing in right now. So guys, what are you doing? What about our friends, guys? I mean... Well, you're the one that can contact just... them. Right? No, I can't. I don't I don't have anything to do that with. Didn't they do the dealy thing uh, with you? The what? Question. question. Uh, didn't the dragon bail and the portal closed? The dragon bailed. The portal is not closed. The portal is, in fact, wide open. Oh, no, that's Wasn't what we were going to do. Right, yeah, I was going to close the portal so the things didn't come through. The portal is like okay. just some terrible land of fire and monsters, wasn't it? It's the, it's the dimension of Acherus, which is... It's a, a level of of the. It's one of the evil ones. Yes. Yeah, I need to close that so that we don't get uh, those flying monstrosities come through. How shiny is the portal? 
Uh, extremely. Oh. Okay, you work on closing the portal, Wilfred, and um, I'll be over here. And my mischief character... is going to wander off a little ways away, if that's okay. My character is extremely enamored with the shininess of the portal, and it's kind of wandering around it, getting as close as possible, just seeing how close I can get to I'm... the shinies. Okay. Kanahe is casting Dancing Fizzle, and like they're they're moving around in front of him and slowly moving away from the portal. Okay, all right then. Uh, Kanahe, I want you to make a. Would your spellcasting attribute? It's charisma. Uh, charisma. I want you to make a charisma check. <laughs> you are actually you are attempting to trick Fizzle away from the portal, so you make a charisma check. Fizzle, uh, if she succeeds, you can make a saving throw to, to ignore those. Okay. 14. Alrighty. So, go ahead. You're, you're, that's, the, that's what you want to beat. You want to uh, beat that. And is it... It's, it's a, it can be a wisdom saving throw. Oh, wait, no. My charisma is plus 6. So should it yeah, but you're, this is not charisma. No. This is her using charisma on you, and you are you wise enough to ignore the dancing lights to continue staring at the portal? Yeah, by one. Okay. Fizzle, oh, no. likes, Fizzle likes your dancing lights, but the portal is even bigger and shinier. Uh, Wilvier, you need to make some kind of arcana check here. Yep. Even, you've got the control console in front of you. You need to understand how to make oh, that work. Tw- 28. Okay, you do understand how to make it work, and you therefore understand that it's probably not going to close right away because of the giant four-legged thing that is currently coming through it. Do, do I okay. notice the point, point, of, point, of, point of order, it's we were already trying to close it as oh, soon as the red dragon went through. Wait, can I... Yep. Well, you can close it. Because I wandered try off to, close to do it. something. Can I do my thing? What, what are you wandering off to do? I wandered off. I'm going to take out that... Um, you know that big clunky necklace that that the friend gave me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of hold it, and I'm gonna go. Okay, I don't know how this works exactly, but we're connected somehow. So if you can hear me, okay, we will come we back need to, to you. Come in. We will come back to you. Okay, uh, Joe, you need to make three arcana checks right now to close this before he gets through. You, I understand that you were trying to get through, and you had time to, to start the process. His process is to charge through it, and he's real fast. So you go ahead and make three Arcana checks. If you if you make them, you close it. If you don't make all of them, then stuff will happen. Sure. 27, 15, and 16. Okay. You make them. So the portal begins to close. You see this thing picking up speed, and it's it's real fast. And it's enormous. It's easily 15 feet tall, maybe taller. So, it's hard sorry, to tell because of the distance. Are we seeing it through no. the portal, or is it yes, like... Yes, it, it is through the portal. It's not in the room. Okay. It's literally charging across a plane of like hellish you know, wastelands, floating cubes, smashing into each other. The whole place is bad. Uh, but as it's, it's running towards the portal, it sees it's not going to get through. Uh, and it's about 35 feet away from the portal when the portal is now too small for it to pass through. So it holds out a hand. And a blast of lightning <laughs> comes screaming out of it. 
Oh, God. Uh, Will, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, awesome. I don't get advantage on that against magic. Awesome. Let's see what I let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm gonna get hit. That's a oh. four. Oh god. Luckily you succeeded on on your arcana checks, so the portal does close after this. I, I do the classic gnomish it it came from behind. <laughs> how much dam- how much damage do I take? Give me a sec. I want to make sure I do it right and not make everything horrible for you. So, oh, I mean, it's a lightning strike. It's going to be horrible yeah, anyway. I'm, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a crispy willier one way or another. It's a matter of how crispy. Alrighty. Okay, uh, you take twenty-seven. Oh no, yeah, you take twenty-seven uh, points of lightning damage. 27. Okay. Yeah, ouch. You failed your save. Ouch, 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 ouch. You see William Nobody just like else... stops, stops, oh, and rolls actually, around. Actually, Mitch, you were right looking at the portal, weren't you? I was wandering around it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're where. within the line. It's a 60-foot long, 10-foot oh, wide no. line. So you mean to make it for dex, uh, dex saving throw as well. Oh, okay. You're a dexterous bird. Yeah. Yeah, you make it. So you take half damage. Um, oh, I still take damage? Dang yeah. it. How much was Unless it? Unless you've again? got evasion or something. It's uh, 27 on the, on the failed save. It's half as much on a successful save, so it's 13. You take 13 lightning damage. Shock. But then the portal closes. You get the sense that the creature would, would be annoyed that it could not come through and actually kill you. Yeah, I, uh, I I sort of got that impression as I'm like batting out like little bits of flame out of my robe from where the lightning hit me. So you're still like kind of crackling, like inst- it didn't set you on fire. It, it it is like some kind of magical evil lightning. You're kind of like crackling with red lightning still, and it like lasts for a couple seconds. It doesn't do any additional damage. It's just like it's not going away, and then it just kind of fades out. After after it fades out, I kind of sit down and just kind of go ow, and then like just lay back uh you notice that the the uh portal has been completely shut down because that was the only way to close it you didn't just turn change its foci you had to actually close it yeah so it's currently not active mischief you were holding the the uh necklace yeah and i was kind of like talking to it and trying to talk to um oh my gosh what's her name caution caution i was trying to talk to caution i was like I don't. I don't know how this works. I, after I a, after a moment, you feel like a shifting in it, and it goes. It starts to glow, and she's like, "That won't be happening. You don't need us to come in, and we've already we we've already moved away. There are about thirty or so of them following us, but we know where to take them. That they won't find us." You need but to get back a... to your plane. Yes, you you found a portal to sigil. I'm sure. Am I correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. It... Listen, I don't have time to to talk much more. We are being followed. When you get to sigil, there is a dealer in antiquities 
Uh, he's unusual. But his name is Myrthern. Meyer Thern. All one word. His people travel the plains. He's sort of an outcast. Just when you get there, ask for him. Someone will be able to point you to him. Don't attack him. Okay. I'm not telling you what he looks like because it will frighten you. But he will not be aggressive towards you. Okay. You mention what? my name and you tell him that Rebecca had you last. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll do that. And then you that. hear the sound of a fireball exploding. Oh, God. Oh, they found us. Uh, we have to go. Bye. Bye. And I turn around to the rest of the group. We, we have to go. Go we where? Have to go. We don't have coordinates yet. For sigil? Actually, you do have coordinates to sigil. That's the coordinates the dragon gave you. Oh, okay. And we need to go. There's like 30 people chasing them, and they caught up to them. And, and as soon as those people are done, they're going to come straight for us. We got to go now. William is looking very, like he sits up and he's just looking very conflicted, but, but we have a portal that can take us anywhere. Like we just right, need, but we, we have to go to Sigil. We have to go to Sigil where the dragon told us to go. We have to go there. Caution said that we can find someone there who can help. All right, well, I'm a little charred right now. What do, what do the rest of you say? I, too, am charred, so I'm just kind of, like, shocked a little still. No pun intended. And uh, not really I'm, paying attention. I'm, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what the heck just happened to me. I'm well, over, over there looking static. at... I'm I'm walked over, I walked over to Mitch after the fizzle after the portal closed and I'm like this is what you get for staring at shiny things. Not all shiny things are safe. I, I respond, shiny? Right? And start looking around. Just, uh. So what are you guys doing? Willier, do you think you can open it? Sure. And he just like stands up unsteadily and starts plugging in the coordinates for Sigil, I guess. Hey, Hey, Kim. Will you, Sorry. Would you like a little bit of healing? Oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. You see like a little clump of hair falls out. Oh, no, maybe. maybe you should fix them up a little bit, Medeal. <laughs> but while that, while yeah, I'm... Yeah, let, while let, I'm... Let, let's do some healing here. <laughs> um, this hair is still on fire. Probably. Wouldn't be the first time. While I'm waiting for the divine boop, I'll start working on getting the uh, coordinates pushed in. As you start with the console, you notice that someone is trying to access this portal. Uh, outside in, huh? And you need, to get, you need to get your coordinates in before they get their coordinates to it in. Okay. So you need to make... And this time you have disadvantage... Because you have been hit by lightning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and roll. You Give need to make an arcana check with disadvantage. Yeah, let me get my roll ready. One sec. 
Yoink. Don't know if this is going to work. Hopefully I'm doing this right. Nope. You don't know don't, don't use the space. You were you were okay, but there's a space for doing the slash and the R and the space between the one and the nine. There we go. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. You begin the process and you successfully manage to get your coordinates in before they get their coordinates to this portal in just barely. You think part of the problem for them is that they're another, whatever plane of existence they're on requires more, for lack of a better word, leaps to get to this portal. But again, you take eight hit points from, from, from a deal. Thank I'm you. I'm trying to read this out for people at home. So you guys know what we're doing. Uh, but you do manage to get the uh, coordinates in, and the portal shimmers to life, and it's like you're looking down at a street. Like people are walking behind beneath you. I see it's the like... shiny, and I run through the portal. Okay. <laughs> uh, you start to fall as soon as you hit the portal because the gravity changes, and like ah! I said, it's like you are looking down at a street. So now you are falling down at a street. Um, I flap my wings unsuccessfully. Yeah, I'm you, a flightless bird. You hit the ground and do you? I'll just roll it for you, I guess, because I'm the DM. So as <laughs> long uh, as I roll your damage, you take eight points of falling damage as you fall to the street. Um, yeah, but you're you're on a street now. You're kind of looking up. People are walking by. People did not even flinch as you fell like twenty something feet and smacked into the ground. <laughs> like people walk around you. One, there's like a minotaur who literally just steps over you. Um, you actually look around, and there's there is even another kenku on the street here who just doesn't even seem to like just walks past, doesn't even look at you. Um, I, I wave and go, friend. Fuck up. <laughs> what a rude game. Yeah, it just keeps going. It does not seem to care at all that you exist. Um there's there's gnomes, goblins, uh there's a troll walking by at one point, a troll in a suit with a top hat. Um he just walks on by. He actually like doffs his monocle and goes, <gasps> How gone civilized and then just keeps going. Like, no, he seems to care that you are there. They're not stepping on you either. Are you guys ready to go? Uh, Will your will turn back to the group. You all are going to have to go first. I have to do the shutdown sequence before I jump through. Otherwise, we're just going to let them know exactly where we are. How long will it take you? Uh, I mean, if I don't screw up, should be pretty quick. Okay. But you guys go I'm first. I'm going to cast Featherfall on everybody in the party. Except for okay. Mitch. Or is he yeah, already? Ready. I'm sorry, uh, can I? Uh, nothing. I will okay. go through then. And right. everybody jump through. It's okay. We'll be safe. Promise. As you guys hit the uh, the portal, as you go through it, it's very strange because you can literally feel gravity's frame of reference change. Like, one moment, gravity is under your feet. The next moment, gravity is in front of you. And you're now, now you're facing down. You drift down because of the Featherfall spell. You don't 
You don't crash to the ground like like Mitch did, Fizzle did. And you notice, again, as you drift to the ground and land, the crowd just kind of parts around you, the people who are walking on this busy street. Not super busy, but it's a, it's a relatively busy cobblestone street. And people just walk around you. Like, they, they don't take any notice of this happening. When um, we land, the spell ends as soon as we hit the ground, so... Yeah. Uh, Will, you're, you're still in the portal room. You're attempting to shut everything down? Yeah, I have to. I, I, okay. It seems like the most logical thing. Go ahead and make a uh, Arcana check. That is a big old 12. You think you got it? You're yeah. not sure? Can't really, can't not, really stick around to wait. <laughs> All right. All right. With, with the As confidence rules. confidence of a, uh, a no mage, I think I've got it, and I go through the portal. As you guys are heading, like you, as you're like seeing this, you see, you know, Will, you step through. And again, looking up, you can see the portal above you. Uh, and you see Will, you come through and drift down. And you see the portal flash, flash, and close. So it's gone now. And you are on a, what it seems to be a relatively crowded street. All right. Well, now where do we go? We were supposed to meet someone. Where do we do we know how to find them? Did Anne tell us we were? I was going to say. Did she, I, I, she did say that she that they were someone you could talk to here. Yeah. Um. We need to find somebody named Myrthrin. Meyer Thurl. Meyer Thurl. Thurl. Yes. Oh, okay. Meyer Thurl. Sorry, I wrote it down wrong. Um. We, we have to find them. Also, we aren't supposed to attack them, but they apparently look kind of alarming. So, just as a heads up, you guys. Their friend. And I pointedly look at Fizzle. <laughs> yes, they will do be we, friend. Do we know where they are? No, but they said, Caution said if I ask around, I should be able to get directions. And I kind of look around at, at the people that are wandering around us. Oh. For anybody that's like not quite as unfriendly looking at that moment as you are saying this a 10 foot tall figure in black metal armor with an enormous like multiple spiked helmet and like flames like you know coming from the eyes stops and looks back at you oh you're looking for Meyer yeah Do do you know where I can find him <laughs> Indeed, for I know many things. All the knowledge of hell is mine to command, and soon my plans will come. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. Yes, he's down. If you if you take this street and then you come to the to the to the primordial arch, okay. There's there's a large square. Uh, there are several streets that branch off the square. You're looking for Doggerel Street. Then you go down Doggirl Street. Uh, do, you, do you know where the where the old uh, you know, necromancer's lair was? No, we oh, just well, got here. Look for a giant hole full of like seething corpses that burn with blue fire. When you get there, you're going to want to go to the left. Then I'd say th- there's there's a large hound archon there. I personally avoid him because he doesn't. He and I don't get along, but. His name is Grolf. Grolf. 
Grolf is usually around Meyer's place. Uh, when you find him, he'll 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 be destroying undead. Uh, when you find him, ask him if Meyer's place is still where it usually is, and if it is, you know, it's just down the street. And if not, Meyer may have moved because you know undead. They're annoying, uh, but it should be in that area. I cool. Just, I I look around the group. I go, hell. Yes, little one. Where your soul will one day go. <laughs> Die. Belfig or the consumant. No. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's, it, it's all good. Hey, thanks for the directions. Really appreciated. Not a problem. <laughs> and he just walks I, off. I, I mimic Should the laugh. <laughs> and then I wave goodbye. Okay. He's still kind of chuckling to himself. Every so often, like giant red flame wings erupt from his back, and then he kind of like see him kind of wrestle them back in. So, um, <laughs> we we we've got our directions. Are, are we okay with heading down that way, you guys? Absolutely. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, what else are we going to do? I don't have any better ideas, so... Hmm. Okay, let's go find this primordial arch, then, and I start down the street. All right. I don't see any reason not to. All right. Uh, you head down the street. Um, the, the streets are very different than anything you've seen before. For one thing, they're, they're very heavily cobblestoned, and the buildings are all very tightly packed to get around you. Like, buildings seem to go into other buildings. There's, like, no spaces between them. It's just like one building, then another building. They're all kind of a dark. Um, you're not sure if it's brick or stone looking at it. It, it. It's very rectangular, which would imply brick, but it's also very tightly packed. There doesn't seem to be a ton of mortar. Uh, what's really interesting is there's kind of like a soot to everything. And the air is, is also somewhat, you know, it, it's as if there's continuous, like you'd think the place it was on fire, but then you realize it's just chimneys. Like almost every building has a chimney and almost every chimney is going. And then there's some buildings that are much larger and um Will you're alone of you would probably have seen this because he's, you know, he's lived in Piador for an extended period of time. They have they're like factories, but they're like factories that don't use magic. Huh. It's like they're just burning coal. That doesn't sound as Well then. This is new. After, like, again, as you pass, as you're walking down the street, there are of a whole variety of people here. Like, uh, there's people, there's humans. Uh, you all see, like, at one point you see, like, a group of eight Genasi. And they're all different kinds. And they're just all, like, they're all wearing, like, bright, colorful robes. And they're they're performing. Like, each of them has a musical instrument of some kind. Uh, one of them has like a, a, a like what I'll just tell you it's a tuba. One of them has like a tuba and is like blowing on a tuba, like while another uses a shalm, and another is like got you know a, some kind of lyre that's like stretched across the uh, the shell of something vaguely turtle-like but with spikes. Um, and there's there's like elves, humans, uh, gnomes. There's goblins, hobgoblins, orcs half orcs like i said before there was a minotaur there's things you've never seen before are, sorry the ones playing the instruments are they like a street band or is it like a bunch of individuals doing their own thing 
it's they they appear to be playing together. They're playing a song you you don't know. It's very like Can I try to join them with my pan flute? Because I like the sound. They've already got a guy with a pan flute. So uh, they're gonna probably be like bagpipes. Go ahead and make a performance check. <laughs> You're at a disadvantage because you've never heard this before. How do you do disadvantage rolls? It's a roll slash R 2d20 KL1 and then whatever your bonus is plus whatever your bonus is, the plus sign and then the number of your bonus. And I was doing performance? Yep. Oh. Yeah, critical failure. Okay. Uh, Mitch rolled a one. Sorry. Uh, you try, but this is not a song that works really well with bagpipes. They don't get. It's not like they get upset or anything. They they don't like. But they you definitely get the sense that 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 wasn't the noise you were supposed to make. It's sort of like if someone came along. And, yeah, someone came along and made the Inception drop in the middle of like a you know, <laughs> bomb. Like what the heck was that? But yeah, at, at the rest of you, you're you're now at the square, the the Crimordian Arch. Okay. And I'm there is, as you said, a very me. large square. The, the buildings, first off, it's, it's dominated by a fountain. And in the center of the fountain is like a statue of a, what looks to be a woman, except that her face is this enormous bladed mask with like dozens of blades coming out the sides and a fairly featureless, just eyes and a, like a slit of a mouth on the center of the mask. And the, at the base, there's a, a placard that's got writing but it, you don't know the writing except as you look at it it resolves into common the the common oh. language you back home okay and it says you know beware the lady of pain well that's cheerful i'm going to kind of look around for doggerel street uh it takes you a little while because again the street signs are not in common at first and then they become common as you look at them but it is actually not that hard to find Aural Street. It's it's a relatively large thoroughfare. Okay. Um, we have to go down here until we find the giant hole full of seething corpses. And no yeah. one's really paying us any mind. No. I suppose, given all the things that we're seeing. No, at one point... Probably don't. Yeah, you're... you're there's nothing particularly unusual about you. In fact, at one point, you pass what appears to be a group of dwarves. There's a mountain dwarf, a hill dwarf, a dwarf that you've never seen their like before, and two Duragar. And they're all just conversing in Dwarvish about the weather and about, you know, I hate the curve. And every time I look up and I see that, that curve, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, the curve is annoying. I, I look up. Do you speak Dwarvish? I look up. Oh, wait. No. Okay. Sorry. Medeal understood it. You, oh. If you don't speak Dwarvish, you have no idea what they're saying. Uh, so I I'm going to start both... looking up um, as we're walking around. Okay. Kind of... If you look up, it's, it's, when you were back down on the on the plane of Concordant Opposition, the, the Outlands, you noticed that the place curved. Here, this the, inter, the, the street goes up slightly as you look rather than going to a horizon point it just keeps going up and up and up and up until there you are looking up at a street all the way above you like could be like 100 miles 
straight above you. There's just more. You realize you are standing on the inside of a gigantic ring. And the ring is around, like, to your left, there is a spire. Like a mountain, but much, much taller than any mountain you've ever seen. And much thinner. It's like a needle. The size of, like, just an enormous thing that just goes down and down and down until it just is lost from view. You can't see the end of it. You can't see the bottom of it. But my little dwarven mind is kind of having problems at this point. Guys? And I explained what I said. But um, let's figure that out later. Let's go find the corpses. One weird thing at a time. Sure. Um, let's look for look for the giant hole of seizing corpses, because then we're supposed to go left. Yeah, about five, maybe six minutes of walking down to Hoggirl Street, where again, you know, there's at one point you see a, a you know a group of lizard folk, um, you know, selling stuff from a cart. You, you you can go up to the car if you want, but if you don't, you just walk by this. Is any of it shiny? Um, no, it's it's food. You think? Okay. Um, there's nothing shiny. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go look at the cart. Okay, it's various kinds of like vermin, like mm. rats and and larger rats and rats with exposed brains that pulsate on the top of their heads. You know, I think I'll pass. When the lizard, the, one of the lizard folk actually sees you come and goes, Cranium rat! Tasty. Make you smart. Oh, make you smart? Really? Well, I don't know how good it would work on you. Oh, okay. Um, you probably don't even lay eggs. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, it looks delicious, but I think I'll pass. Thank you. And <laughs> then I'll keep walking. <laughs> So yeah, after like that's about five six minutes, you you pass various sites of this kind, and you reach the you know blasted out hole in the ground. And it there's a lot of there are in fact a lot of corpses laying in it, burning bright blue. The fire doesn't seem to burn them out, but they don't they're not moving or anything. They're just laying there, being on bright blue fire forever. Okay, we're supposed to go left. And as you as you do that, you see there are like children. Uh, running around the streets, like one of the, like a group of them are like, you know, holding f- flaming limbs, and like, s- like going ha ha, and like trying to hit each other with them. As they run by, no one seems to react to this. As as I notice this, uh, I want to walk back to the the fire of body, the body fires, the pit of bodies on fire, mm-hmm. and I would like to see if I can grab a limb. Okay, there are several bodies with limbs, but the limbs aren't detached. So you're basically pulling a on a on a limb on a body right now. Gross. Yeah is is it hot? Like is the fire hot or is it is it not burning me? It's not burning you, but it is extremely hot. Like it feels just like if you grabbed a flaming limb, except without pain. Oh, okay. And you're not well, sure how that's possible. Um. I, I would like to try to peck a limb off. You're going to use your mouth on this corpse. Be, to get its limb yes. off. Oh my god! 
You guys see him doing this. I would like to grab Fizzle by like the scruff of the neck and try to pull him back. Okay, I'm gonna just simplify this so we don't have like a big thing. Both of you roll two two d twenty. Just roll one d twenty. Both of you add your well, Fizzle add your dexterity. Uh, Kanahe add your strength, and whoever gets the higher roll. (laughs) So yeah. He slips right out. You know, you don't you don't get a good grip. At this point, I just think it's destiny. I think Mitch is just destined to <laughs> to do bad things in this game. <laughs> hey, it might come in handy. Okay, go ahead and make an attack no, roll. No, no pun. Uh, mischief is is now face palming. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make an attack up. roll. I'm just gonna back up. Just back this up. This is one right? Yeah, it's an unarmed attack roll. So whatever your I think it would be a dexterity bonus. Kanahe also has his face palming and it's like, Fizzle, why do you have to touch everything you see? He rolled a 25. Yeah, <laughs> you hit successfully. Um, as you do, your thoughts are filled with like memories of the building exploding as the creatures crawled out from the, the hole in reality and set you on, fl- on a fire that would never stop burning as your body withered and was consumed by this eternal pain and torment. And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. And you didn't beat the DC. Uh, (laughs) Fizzle collapses and starts weeping. (laughs) The the (laughs) memories of your family dying in front of you, of... You know, watching as they were, you know, blighted into like, you know, hideous putrid. As like, then watching as local residents came along and chopped up your family for firewood, essentially, or you know, to to use as like macabre to- trophies. Yeah, all that flooding your head right now. The rest of you see, you know, Mitch Fizzle drop into that. So I didn't get the arm though. No, you're you're barely able to do anything. Oh. That's unfortunate. Um, hmm. Anybody? What anybody on have earth are to... you doing? I turn and look at whoever is talking. It's an extremely large figure that has kind of a like a head like a wolf or a, a big dog. Uh, extremely muscular. And it's kind of a halo over his head. Well, um, 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 um are you... Um, we have a very <laughs> badly behaved bird. <laughs> very badly behaved bird, and he just learned the errors of his ways. Hi, can we help you? Can no, we... well, you could leave the you could leave can these poor just... souls alone. Yeah, so we I, were trying, trying to get him to do that. Mischief, this might be the guy. Kanahe is in the background, like like patting Fizzle on the head, like awkwardly trying to comfort him and not really knowing what to do. I, I look at I look at Madil and then I look at the dude and go, Are are you are you Grolf? Yes, Grolf of Garoon. Oh. Hey, I was supposed to find you. I'm I'm yes. looking for Myrothrow. Oh. Yes. Oh, that that would explain you if you must be desperate. Uh, yes, Meyer Thrill. He's he's moved his shop recently. I oh, oh. was it was it Balfagor? Did Balfagor send you? 
Yeah. He was real nice in between all the maniacal cackling. Yes, he's attempting to reform. Oh. I liked it better when I could just kill him. Anyway, uh, no, if you, you see the... Hold on one second. Uh, he draws an enormous glowing greatsword that's like at least eight feet long. And oh, like great. Drives it into the body that Mitch was trying to peck an arm off of. And... Uh-huh concentrates for a second and the bright golden white light hits the thing and turns it to ash. He pulls back out and goes, I've been having to do this all day. Um, oh. If you, if you had, you were still in dog street, you're going to want to head, uh, you know, across to cacophony. Um, when you get to cacophony, you just follow it to the river. Um, the one that comes out of the ground. Uh, Myrthril's uh, establishment will be a geodesic dome that's right on the, the edge of the river, uh, near the park. The, 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 it's, a, know, the... it's a dome? Yes, it's a geodesic dome. It's a, it's a temporary arrangement. His, his, his original laboratory uh, was across the street from here, and there's, it's just infested with corpses. Um, and sometimes oh. the corpses, you know, of course, rise and attack. It's sure. just very, very awkward for everybody to try and, you know, operate. We're, 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 we've got this under control. Okay. All right. That's good. Um, I don't suppose you could do anything for our little bird friend. I, I, I was enamored by the shiny sword. I'm still, like, still weeping a little bit. But that, that shiny display, I kind of, like, put my hand claw out. And, like, I want him to do it again. Well, I could do this. He reaches down and puts his hand on, on Fizzle's throat. Ah. And then there's a shocking burst of light. Very um, bright. I should specify we don't want you to kill the bird. No, no, he's not dead. Just for an, for just for an hour, his curse will be lifted. Oh, uh, curse? Just for an Cur- hour? Curse? <laughs> yes, the one that keeps you from being able to communicate. Wait. Uh, rah, I... Talk? Yes. I can talk? Yes, ah. for an hour. What? His entire people are cursed. Uh, the curse is by uh, being much more powerful than myself, uh, what, what you might call a god. I can't lift it, but I can temporarily suspend it while we're here, since the gods are not welcome in sigil. Uh, they're kept out by the Lady of Pain there's some wiggle room, but I can't actually remove it. It'll come back within an hour at the most. I look at Fizzle. So you can you can talk and stuff now? Like, actually talk? I think so. Wow. This is weird. Hey, yeah. how, about, how, how about you not handle the corpses for now because that seems to be a really bad idea and and we'll go ahead and find you said cacophony can yeah, yes, which direction just, is that uh if you follow dogger uh, down another block or two oh, okay. uh, you'll hit cacophony there'll be a there'll probably be a continuous street parade going on there usually is uh, just follow that down to the river the river itself is artificial um, okay but it, it comes out of the ground and then heads okay. west for a few miles uh, you'll 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 get to the when you're following it. There will be a geodesic dome. On the okay. Bay. All right. So cacophony. Follow it to the river. Follow the river. There's a dome. Yes. And, okay. All right. Thanks so much. Well, uh, 
be on your way, citizens. Sure. He seems kind of like not quite sure what to make of you. <laughs> but he goes back we, to like, we get that a lot. <laughs> he goes back to stabbing the corpses and incinerating them with his giant sword. <laughs> well, I guess we need to go to Cacophony and find the parade. Okay. You guys good with that? Absolutely. Sure. Let's continue. Let's go. So on we're going to go on our way there. I I bust out my drum and I start singing toss a coin to your fizzle. <laughs> the whole way there. Okay, go ahead. Do some singing, man. I'm waiting. Toss yeah. a coin to your fizzle. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but toss a coin to your fizzle. Well, that's the performance. So you... Thanks, Fizzle. I uh, appreciate the music. Um, what's your armor class, Fizzle? Uh, what is? Oh, it's fifteen. Okay, hold on. Oh no. Okay, one coin does not even get close to you. Uh, someone like actually tossed a coin to your Fizzle. <laughs> But it didn't it didn't even get near you? Oh, it's kind of an octagonal coin. Like it doesn't. It has like eight sides, like or eight eight edges to it. Um, and it's minted in a metal. You're not quite sure what it is. Uh, you can make. I don't know if you've got like an investigate check. You could do that to try and figure out what the material is. It's really big. It's about the. It's about twice the size of coins from back home. Uh, I will roll investigation. Dang. Uh, it's platinum. I got a platinum coin! Whoa. The thing on it, now that you look at it, the thing on it is a dragon. It's embossed with a dragon on one side, and what looks to be some kind of building on the other side, a long uh, rectangular building with cylindrical columns. Uh, the, there's no writing on it. But yeah, it's it's easily twice the size of a coin from from like Piedor or any of the other cities. Well, that's cool. crazy. Well, maybe we can use it further down the road. You know, renting a boat or something. Maybe I should sing all day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should find Myrthal first and, and see what happens from there. Yeah. Let's let's go do that. I could sing to You could at least well, learn the rest of the song. Yeah. Well let's 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 talk to him first. But I tell you what, if there's a parade on cacophony, you could probably sing in the parade. Mom, my voice is too smooth for a street named cacophony. Well, we'll see what happens when we get there. It's actually not hard to see the parade even like you're you're about a block away when you do start seeing that there's a the road cacophony is ahead of you and it goes it's literally it, it comes to a crossroads with this one uh with dog girl and the thing about cacophony street is yeah it is absolutely packed with people like three times the density of what's going on in dog girl and they all seem to be like celebrating something there's people wearing like extremely large pointy hats uh people dressed in all sorts of colors um, at one point, a bunch of people underneath some kind of cloth thing that stretches out between them to look like a purple 
slug of some kind, perhaps, or, you know, it goes back like a block. It's very long. That passes. There's people on strange wheeled things that they have a seat on the top and they're riding these things and they're like keeping balance on them while they juggle like sticks that explode in the air and then reform into sticks as they come back down and get caught. Uh, there's there's a there's one person uh, looks to be a hobgoblin who's dressed up like a bat, and he's like, "Swear to me, swear to me, swear to me, swear to me!" As he walks down the street, all sorts of weird stuff going on. It it's not you don't get the sense it's like an actual organized parade. It's just like people feel like doing strange things in in groups. Well, I guess we need to join the parade, you guys, and follow it. Um, Was joining it part of the deal, or did we just have to follow it? We had I'm, to follow I'm it. I'm already in the parade. I While you guys were deciding this, I But I, I think we should probably follow Fizzle, because he's we already... Said, yes. The bat the hobgoblin picked Fizzle up and put him on his shoulders. Was, You'll be Robin! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Okay, I'm gonna like walk quickly to catch up with Fizzle and the bat. Yeah. Hello. I'm excitedly waving to them. I'm Robin! Robin! Greetings, Robin. Greetings friends. I am Bruce Lion. Greetings. Greetings. Welcome to Cacophony Street. Hi. We're just. We're on our way to the river? The one yes. that comes out of the ground. Yes, you are. This way. Okay. Cool. He's now kind of dancing while he has Fizzle on his back. I'm like gonna... it, but it's very, it's, it's, you, you've never really seen a dance like it. Like he keeps taking his fingers, like he has like spaced out where his thumb is sticking up and he has two fingers out and two fingers folded back. And he kind of brings them past his eyes. And then he does the other hand and then he does the first hand again. And that seems to be the extent of the dance. I try to mimic it while I'm on his shoulders. It's um, not very just... complicated, but you don't have like the same kind of hand because you're a Kenku, but you're, it's still not hard to do. He's doing the Batusi, isn't he? Oh, yes. This is... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> getting it in. The what? I get, I get an, an inspiration. inspiration. That Thank you. is awesome. In a D8, you can add to a roll. Because you, what is you he doing? That out. The Batusi. I don't know Mitch doesn't is. understand that reference. You, you may, you <laughs> may legitimately be too young. <laughs> he probably is. He, he needs to Google that. Oh, I have. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yep, that's what he's doing. Oh, Adam West was the best. Yes, so um, I'm going to like bust out into dance and follow him. Just like do the swim or something and follow him along. Because I don't want to look out of place, you know. Is everybody doing this? If you if you want to tell me what dances you're doing, behind just uh, waving to the crowd. What am I watching? I'm just Kanahi is just strolling down the street and kind of watching everyone a little warily. Yeah, Willier doesn't dance. All right, well, some of you would have fun. Anyway, uh, after about like five to six minutes no actually more like 10 to 15 minutes you find yourself bending cacophony streets bending back towards civilization but 
you see the river that is literally coming out of the ground. It's like a there's like a giant fountain that's just erupting out of the street and then heading down. It's kind of hard to say downhill because again, if you look up, you see that the whole place is yeah. curving. But nevertheless, this river is going off in a different direction from the road. And I point at the river and go, come on, guys, time to go this way. Fizzle, say goodbye to your friend. <laughs> and like wave oh. at the at the bat. And, oh, and bye, bye, the bye friend. Goodbye, chum. Remember, chum. be good. <laughs> I'm always good. <laughs> Okay, so we're all going to the river, yeah? Yep. Unless someone tells me different. Nope. We're, let's let's go. I don't like swimming too much. You're not actually in the water. You're going along the bank. Unless you, oh, you want to go in the water. You know, that's, that's up to you. I can't stop you. What does the river mm. look like? Is it like clear or is it gross looking? It's water. Um, it looks like water that is like, you know... It's hard to explain. Like the the way it looks is not the way you're used to water looking, but it's not like it doesn't look befouled. It looks like this isn't supposed to be here, and the ground here is is mostly still cobblestone street, and doesn't know what to do about this river. So it's not really being it's not absorbing into or affecting the ground. It's just sort of rolling down, and it's it's not deep. Like it's maybe like two or three inches deep. But it's it's extremely fast. It's 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 moving. It's coming out of the ground really quickly. It's moving very quickly. Maybe it will go okay. faster if we just ride the current. Um, I don't think that's such a good idea. Because what if it sweeps us past the dome? Then we'd have to go all the way back all over again. Why would why would we think that much about it? Um, because. We don't know where we're at, so maybe it's best to exercise caution, like caution said. I, I think we should try don't it. I think we should get in the water. No, no, we should not try it, Fizzle. I'm going to touch the water. I tell you what, Fizzle, it's when water. we're done, it's when cold. We're done, it's extremely cold. When we're done talking to Myrthal, you can jump in the river all you want to, okay? But I want to use it to get to him faster. No, it's okay. We'll walk. You can ride on my shoulders if you want, if you're tired. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you're not, you're now you're what's shoulders? your strength score? Um, Not great. My strength is 11. <laughs> okay, well, at least it's not negative. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's not super light. He, he's a bird, but he's like at least 45, 50 pounds. So it, there's, you know, it's... You can do it, but it's not the best experience. Piggyback! Just watch the horns. Um, and don't don't use them as handles. That's that's rude. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. As, after and this this does take a while. It's 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 like you leave the bounds of the city, but the city is not actually left. It's just that for some reason people are not building here anymore or not living here. You don't see a lot of people, and as the river turns it is it there really still makes... coal burning or are we out of that area it feels like you're you left that a while back uh, okay. but the air the air entire place seems to be kind of sooty there, there's a sense that you know just the the atmosphere is is like burned up there's a lot of cold going on 
But as you uh, the, the river turns, you see that it's like it literally goes down a set of like levels, like like someone. This whole place was originally terraced, and as it goes over the terrace level, there's a sheer drop, and then it turns uh, to the north. Well, the north and south and east and west are very hard to determine here, uh, but it turns at an angle from where you are, and you see the geodesic dome. That was there it is. It's, it's, it's the dome guy. It's extremely large. It's like 150 feet across and two or three stories tall. And it shimmers. It's like it's purple. Um, and both Conahay and Willier don't even need to rig rolls to know that this thing is magically constructed. Like it's literally made of magic. It's it's like arcane magic just in dome form. Well, that's odd and kind of shiny. I kind of like it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to go ahead. And... Nice. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and go. Remember what I said. Don't don't attack him or anything. He may look a little alarming, I guess. But he's going to be a friend. Got it, Fizzle? He's going to be a friend. Uh, Rossi, you'll have to let me know how much... Like when an hour passes, by the way. Oh yeah, I will. Thanks. It's been about twenty minutes. Okay. Well, if he's a friend. He should ah. be a friend. Caution said he'll be a friend. As you you basically have to it's the equivalent of a San Francisco street, like you know, every movie you've ever seen set in San Francisco where they only use the parts that are extremely hilly and not the rest of the city. It's like <laughs> that. It's it's that kind of street. Um, it, you are you have to walk down at an extreme angle, but you get down there. You take the turn. Uh, the river now has basically become kind of a rapid situation, and it is extreme. It's much deeper than it was up above. Uh, there's a lot more water here. It's it's going. It's actually going slower. It's not as fast as it was, but it's this is significant flow here, and there's large orange things. They're not fish exactly. I mean, you've, at least they're not fish that you're familiar with. You've never seen anything like them. For one thing, they tend to have between three and five eyes. Um, oh, boy. But they're they're swimming in the water, uh, darting around. There's other kinds, too, smaller silver ones. And, like, there's a kind of insect that seems to be walking on the surface of the liquid. That that will take off every so often and buzz around and then land again and, and extremely long tendrils shoot out of its face trying to get some grab one of the little silver fish type things in the water. I want to try to grab a fish. Uh, you're up on mischief's you're back, on my head. so you can't really. You're not even close. Can we can we get a fish? I like fish. Well, let's go fishing after. Okay. And then we'll try and catch a fish. One of those silver ones, because they look pretty cool. What if we fish now? How about we fish after? It's important that we talk to Myrthal. What if Myrthal likes fish? Um, then can I try we'll and catch... catch a fish? Just like reach in and grab it kind of super quick? You can try. I'll try, yeah. Okay. Uh, hit an armor class 25. Know that I can do that even on a twenty. 
we'll keep in mind it's barehanded. You can still use proficiency and strength bonus, but you're not going to do a ton of damage, but that's not the point thing. I did not get a... <laughs> Nine. No. <laughs> they're, they're entirely too fast, and also you weren't really expecting the water to be going as fast or be as cold as it was. So yeah, you, you jam your hand in, get a cold hand, and pull it back out. I, I look excitedly at his hand as he's like dipping in the water, and then he, he pulls it out. And I'm like really excited looking for the fish in his hand, and then it takes me a couple seconds to realize there's no fish, and I get really sad. At this point, you have reached the uh, front of the dome. There's a entrance. It is like curtained off. There's no door. It's just like a series of like sequined curtains. Very nice, actually. Uh, you know, they they probably go for a decent amount of money. I'm I'm gonna duck so so Fizzle doesn't hit his birdie head, and, and go inside. Okay. Uh, there's a what looks to be some kind of antechamber here. Like uh, it, it's got some seats, and there's a like table, and at the table, there's a extremely exquisitely beautiful uh, halfling girl, like possibly the most radiant and and attractive halfling girl you've ever seen. Like almost not something you'd even expect. Like like it it take even if you don't care at all about that kind of thing, it, it takes you back. Like, this, oh. this halfling should be on temples. I whisper in mischief's ear, do you think she likes fish? I don't know. But oh, oh hello. Um, fish for her. There seemed to be quite a bit of you. What, what can I do for you? We're, we're here to see Myra throw. Her face literally falls. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's unfortunate for you. Uh, yes, uh, I'm Ilan. Okay. Uh, can you wait here, please? Sure, we'll wait here. As she turns, uh, she grows to be like nine feet tall, and her entire body withers. Like her skin is like pulling tight over like desiccated gray flesh. Uh, hair becomes a long mass of snakes. Her face—well, you don't see her face because it's turned away from you. Like literal snakes. Yes. Oh, uh, God. In fact, also her legs are gone and replaced with the serpentine lower body as she then slithers away from you all and into the past. There is like an, another curtained doorway that she slithers into. Wait, do, do we have a halfling in the group? Sorry. No, I don't think we no. do. Okay. Never mind then. I'm the closest as a gnome, but even I'm not a halfling. Okay, never mind then. I whisper back up to Fizzle. I don't think she likes fish. Yeah, probably not. Then you hear, um, like, in, you hear in the other room, you have guests. Well, why did you tell them? I didn't tell them anything. I came to get you. They're your guests. Very well. I will go forth. I don't have a good feeling about this, friends. I have a great feeling about it. That makes me feel it, even it's worse. Okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. Caution said it'd be okay. Just don't attack, okay? There's a uh, sound, like a... And then the curtain is pushed aside, and a vaguely humanoid form steps through. Uh, 
he's wreathed in shadow and has a cloak up, so at first you can't see much of him. But as he pulls the cloak back, you realize his flesh is rubbery and kind of a indigo purple black mottled type skin. Um, his hands and his hands are extremely long. Uh, he has three fingers and what looks to be two thumbs instead of like the oppose on either side. Like it's as if the pinky became a thumb. Um, well, that'd be so much his, easier to grab things. His head is extremely round. His eyes are like narrow black slits and where a face would be on a human or an elf or any, you know, most of the common races. Uh, he has a mass of tentacles descending from them. They they Hello. writhe, and he looks he looks to the group of you and goes, "How may I help you? I am Mylethor." Hi. I give him a what I hope is a winning smile. I, I when when we first see him, I kind of jump backwards like jump off of Mischief's shoulders because I'm so startled and I, I may accidentally cast Bane on him. Okay. Um, you may accidentally cast Bane on him or you cast Don't. Bane on him. I accidentally cast Bane. Like, it, it's not like I'm trying to cast it. It's just kind of like, you okay. know, a, a knee-jerk reaction. You need to make a... Uh, since this is not something you're trying to do, you need to make a, um arcana check here. I was going to say, can we can we roll initiative to try to stop Fizzle? This this is like an instant reaction kind of thing. Again, I'm, like I'm not trying to do it. I like jump backwards off of her shoulder. I'm letting you try and do it, but okay, you do successfully cast it. But as you do, he goes. He does something with his hand, and the spell doesn't happen. Ah, it just so, stops. Sorry. It's... Sorry. Sorry. He he's re- he's now regarding you. He's like that was bold. So sorry. Um, caution, tennis. He looks at you. Oh! Did she um, find you? Oh, how amazing. She, she After said, you were taken, they said that you would never, ever, ever be found again. We, we just assumed you were dead. Wait, you know yeah. we were taken? What? What's this we? He turns and looks at you. I don't know you at all, little gnome. She said to tell you that Rebecca had me last. I well, yeah, a little bit. Well, oh, oh, is that why you were on the prime? Oh, you were on the prime material, of course. That makes perfect sense. We just, really but still, wanted... you found your mother. I mean, you must be fine. Must be happy now. Found my mother. I didn't. That's what you 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 mammals care about. That sort of thing, right? I didn't You're... find my mother. Well, but she's been looking for you for literal forever, Ooh. hundreds of years. My mom, my mom's back at home, wherever home is, which we haven't been able to find. I'm like, wait, how old are you again? I mean, I'm, I'm not young, (laughs) but I'm not old either. I'm only like, you know, in my late twenties or whatever the equivalent of that is. She's been looking for you for hundreds of years. Yeah. I don't understand that. I think I'm confused. You seem to know me, and I—I I well, definitely... you personally, I've never met you. I oh. just, you know, you, you know you, caution the the tiefling paladin. That's who sent you. You said yes. Yes, uh, about 
five, six centuries ago, she and I were acquainted when I tried to destroy her entire nation and, and you know consume the brains of all her people. Yeah, about that long. That's not nice. No, no, of course not. I, I you know, my people eat brains, and and you, you other races are all cattle for us. Uh, but, but I've learned not to treat you like cattle. I, I raised my hand. Do you, do you eat fish brains? Oh no, no, no. We stay out of the water. The Aboleth don't like us at all. No, no. <laughs> if when it comes to a conflict, they are more blasphemous and horrific than even we are. Oh, just not something to be done. Good, good to know. Look, we're we're just trying to get home, and we kind of we've been hopping planes, and there was this home. dragon. You want to go back to Rebecca? Yeah. Hmm, that's uh, strange. But... I'll play. I'll pop him. I don't know if that goes for all of us, though, because I look at at mischief. We don't know who Rebecca is, or where Rebecca's Rebecca is. Rebecca's my mom. And is she on the Prime Material Plane? Yeah. Are you sure? And I look at the weird dude with the the cloak thing. Is she on the Prime Material Plane? Well, she should be. That's where she was when we last spoke to her. And can you help us get there to back to the Prime Material Plane, or no? Well, it depends on what world in the prime material plane you want to go to, little gnome. I don't know if you know much about magic. I know your kind are somewhat ignorant of it. But the way the arcane oh, forces work, uh, there's a great many worlds on the prime material plane. I interrupt plane. him Each by one. explaining the entire planar cosmology that I know. Whether or not that is accurate, I'm like, I know a little something. Maybe not as much as you, but a little something. He like He actually goes... That's adorable. Someone taught you about the wheel. And he literally reaches over and unless you stop him, he will be patting your head. Yeah, that 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 does not happen. Okay. <laughs> so he tries to and you move and he's like, "Oh." oh. <laughs> oh God. No, no, yes. Yeah, so that's for for a for a beginner, yes. The the, the great wheel is is worthwhile as a as a model. But the important thing here to, to keep in mind is that the, the prime material plane is broken up into a great many worlds. It isn't like, say, the Outland or, or Avandor or other such planes. It doesn't contain all within a single unbounded area. There are spheres of, of worlds within it and, and many different kinds of worlds. But I do know where Rebecca was last. It was a not a particularly remarkable planet. Uh, there were there were some interesting pockets within the within the crust of the world, and and the, a few interesting people such as the Drow. Um, but but yes, Rebecca, when she when we we trusted her with the child, uh, she went there, and we would we never sure we would ever see her again. What child? Caution's child. Cautions you know, child. Little tiefling, much like her. Different skin color, though. What color was it? Um, 
not too different from Yo, I don't think. But but to be honest, I'd see more ultraviolet. Oh. Okay. I'm not Caution's kid, am I? Well, Is I mean, you don't, my mom? you don't seem to think you are, so who knows? Perhaps well, Rebecca had other tiefling children. Well, oh. So I just left my mom on. Oh. Well, that explain why we could talk to each other. And I kind of like grabbed the necklace, which was kind of hidden in my shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she gave you that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She'll be able to speak to her again. Well, unless you're on different planes of existence. Which we are. Oh, okay. where is she? What plane were we on? Uh, you were in the Outlands, plane of Concord and Opposition. We were on in the Outlands on the plane of Concord and Opposition. Oh, you're still there! Don't worry, Sigil is oh, there! Really? Yes. really? That that giant thing that the, the Sigil kind of like points at, it's like a big spike. That yeah. goes all the way down in, until it eventually reaches the surface of the Concordant plane. Oh, okay. So you're still there. Yeah. Okay. Um, However, the fact that she's given that to you in case she might have thought she was going to die. Oh. <laughs> I pick up the necklace. Hey, caution. Are you still there? Um, one second. Oh. She's busy. Just for duck! And you don't hear what happens after, but then, like, about 30 seconds of heavy breathing, and then, okay. All right. Yes. Are you my mom? I don't know. Oh. That seems like something important not to know. That's the problem. I. We found Myrthal. Yes. Uh, you could be. Oh. But I don't know... I haven't spoken to Rebecca in eons, and time works differently on different planes. Okay. Does so, that mean if we make it home, things might not actually like be like they were when we left? That is something that might happen, yes. Oh. Hellmeyer Thule. Uh, I'm about to step through a portal to our Vandor. But Hellmeyer Thule, to give you the token. He'll know what it is. She's about to step through the portal to Arvan door and she says you should give me the token and that you know what that is. Well, of course I know what it is. I made it. Oh. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Uh, little gnome. He turns to, to William. Yes. Come, you'll like this. You'll like this. Sure. You, you're kind of so clever and inquisitive. And he goes over to a, a section of the wall and gestures with those weird hands of his, and the wall just stops existing. Okay. that's. And inside the wall, there's a feather, which he takes out. The feather is about three feet long, and it's iridescent. It looks black at first, but then its light hits it. There's like rainbow colors that go up and down it. Interesting. So this this came from a god. 
You know where God is, right? Yes, we. I've known of several <laughs> existence of them. What? What particular God? Oh, the Dark Crow. Don't think I've heard of that one. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many of them. After a while, you just stop paying attention. But what's fascinating about this is that this leads right back to that little prime material world that Rebecca was on. Uh, it leads to a mysterious island. Can you describe this island? Because we... Uh... This should be an enormous volcano at the center of it. Yeah, that's oh, where God, we were. That's where we came that's where from. We were. I know, I'm kidding you. I cast legend lore on you when you walked in. <laughs> So, oh, this will take you to. There's a city uh, near the ocean where there's a magic school. Uh, this should take you to the spire on that city. Is he talking about the uh, the one from the city I'm from? Uh, you think so? But you'd have to make like a history check. Sure. Wait, did you say it was? It would take us to a magic school. Yes. Uh, they they were there were some elves that were getting involved in that sort of thing around the time that we left. 16? Um, out, out of characters. Does this school have buses? No. Does it have buses? Yeah. No, it doesn't have buses. Oh, because I thought the magic school buses. No. <laughs> uh, I got a 16. Is he talking about my hometown? Yeah. Most likely, it's probably Piador. You can't think of another magic school uh, in the uh, Riaton that would be worth him knowing about it. I, I turn back to the group. It, it sounds like he's talking about Piador. Who's so Piador? We could get home. Piador is a large city. Even if Fizzle would know this, Piador is a large city on the coast uh, near the south of, of the Riaton. It's oh. it's mostly elves and orcs, but like there's a magic school. There's quite a few people who live there to because of or to go to the school. It's like an academy of magic. So it seems like we have a means to get back there, and now... This also seems like a really good time now that we're not being actively hunted, question mark, that we should probably talk about that whole, apparently we are, our copies are villains back home. Copies? Oh, my turn to teach you something. Sweet. Uh, so, yeah. He gestures with his hand. Oh, no, no, no. There's no copies of you. Then how were our brains? Because you're the copy. Oh, no. Wait, what? Wait, you're what? Still, you're clearly the, the result of a very advanced simulacrum spell. Advanced beyond the what I would have expected, really. Does that mean I'm not me? He looks so at the, you. So that means the evil no, uses are not, the real uses? You're not magical. Uh, she's definitely not magical. Well, she's, she's kind of magical. She's a tiefling. Uh, no, the, the, this, this uh, gnome here... And the elf over there. You guys aren't real? Your copies? So the real... The other one that's running around is the real me? The real... Who are you? I'm William Russpark. You're the destroyer? And he takes a half step back. See, that's the thing. Somebody said that to me, but I don't know. I woke up in a volcano with a thing on my head. Yeah. Shouldn't we, we already did. know this stuff if you did the lore thing? They called me the child flayer? What was it? Flayer, oh yeah, flayer. that's really creepy. 
I were you all together? Yes. Yes, we were all in the same room. Make an intelligence check. Me? Yeah, you or will you? Okay, let me wait and see what my modifier is. Didn't Joe and I wake up separately? Yep. We did. That's what you that's Five. what uh, will you just got. <laughs> my intelligence is 15. And by the way, I screwed up because I said the elf wasn't magical, but he, the elf was magical, but he's not. It's not Zelen. It was Fizzle. Okay. Wait, I'm not me. And Rillier, who were in the glass tube on the boat. And yeah, it's you two who are simulacrums. Oh, God. But they've been. With us all along, and they're people, they have memories, they remember stuff. They're people now? This long, free? Oh, yes. Uh, you were created as a backup body. I kind of, like, look for a place to sit down and just kind of sit down and, like... Oh, there's chairs. He's got lots of chairs. Yeah. I... The the genocide is perfectly natural. There's nothing of, of arcane trickery about her. The dwarf, yes, you you, you are... Well, there's something, but you're not a copy. So, are you a priest of some kind? Uh, 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 yeah. Okay, that that would explain it. Hmm. Huh. Uh, and there's somebody not here who was with you. Hold the on, bear? I'm going to do a ritual. Bear? Well, that wouldn't matter. The, well, the he, he was actually. Druid. Yeah, he was a he was an elf when he wasn't oh, a bear. That makes more sense. But no, uh, you you two are definitely were intended as as host bodies. I don't like this. Let's go back to the to the parade. Well, so I'm getting two things out of this. One, I need to stop calling myself Willier if I'm not actually Willier, although that's really going to be strange. Yeah, that's going to be really confusing. In, You're as much Willier as Willier is at this point, although he's obviously got much more experience than you. Well, he's also much more evil than I am, apparently, because I don't have any desire to blow up people and places. Is other me evil? I wouldn't know. I would. Well, I could probe your minds. I thought you were really smart. His name is Fizzle. I've not heard of a Fizzle. And I oh. turned to Fizzle. If you're a simulacrum, maybe we can find a way to circumvent your curse? Since That's you're okay. technically not real? Talking is kind of exhausting. I like, that I like not, pawing. You're, you're not understanding. You're as real as the other. You simply start from a different point. You would have all of his memories up to a certain point. Before they went crazy evil, apparently. Perhaps. Um, for all you know, he's got a perfectly valid reason to want to conquer the galaxies. Oh, I can't argue with that logic. Yeah. All I know about the Destroyer is that he appears every so often here. Maybe <sighs> that's a good place to start, since you seem to know more about that. When did he become the Destroyer? When did I become the Destroyer? Oh, uh, let's see. I was attempting to. Uh, there was a. There's a city called uh, Telenar. 
I was attempting to uh, use the people there as food stock. Uh, the, the this gnome made a pact with this horrific dragon monstrosity called Vareth, I believe that was. He was seen riding it. He attacked the. Uh, oh, what is that orc town named? I can never remember that part. There's a large orcish city to the north. Um. And he, he attacked that. Uh, he was apparently angry with them over something they'd done. That dragon name that he mentioned, is that the same dragon that came out of the volcano? Uh, the dragon that came out of the volcano was named Manoth Norverth. Manoth Norverth, okay. Yeah, and this is just Verth, he said. What do you know about Manoth Norverth? Oh, the the Talon of the Destroyer, yes. it's a, the, You can think of Verth as a deity of sorts uh, it, oh. it likes to interfere more than most but it, it is a god but because it chose to manifest on the prime material it's vulnerable there in a way it would not be otherwise but on the other hand the problem the gods have is they can't just go there to fight it um the monothno of earth was earth's attempt to circumvent its own vulnerability by creating a I guess an offspring, a demigod, perhaps you so would call it. So if it got out of the volcano that it was in, that'd be bad? Uh, certainly for anybody that Verth wanted dead. Yeah, so oh, it did. What, what was the name of those giant fish things in the water, Rossi? Uh, there weren't any giant fish things in the water. The, uh, the oh, friends. Oh, yeah, you don't know what their names were. It was oh, a okay. big something, but you didn't like. You didn't know what its name was. You just knew it was huge. Uh, do you do you know what the name of the big sea creature would be near that, near the volcano? Your thing wears off. The I big kind of look around and realize creature. what just happened. Oh. The sea, the sea. Keep in mind that again, my kind stay out of the water as much as possible. Uh, it could have been a leviathan or a kraken of some sort, or it could have been an aboleth creature. I, I really would have to see it, which I suppose I can. You His could. tentacles like flutter. Um, does do any of you particularly mind if I uh, implant onto you? Um. Or I what I kind of I kind of like mean? follow the the tentacles if, with with my eyes. I'm like, if you if you do that, will it scramble my brain? I stand up. I volunteer. If I'm not, if I'm just a simulacrum anyway, if I die, whatever, go for it. Wait, wait, Willier. If you do that, will you be able to tell if I'm Rebecca's child or if I'm Caution's child? Uh, does he know that? No, if you do it to me. I don't know if you know that. Uh, oh. You may have memories of it from being an extremely young baby, or you may not. Well, if it's memories if that I forgot. Yeah, but you may not. Sometimes babies just don't know things. You, human and other like larval stages, they don't. They don't develop the same way that like. If I were going to have an offspring, I would just plant a like a tadpole in your brain. Oh, and then it will well, eat your, you know, but that's not what you are, do. Are his, so no. I don't, are his tentacle thingy still like floating around? Well, they constantly move around. Okay, I jump up and grab one while he's talking. 
you don't even get within five feet of him. Like he literally just catches you in the air with like a psionic force thing and just kind of puts you back down. <laughs> I, Willier, do you want I, to or do you want me to? You have can, something more to live for than I do, so I'll volunteer. Kanahe would like to cast Polymorph on Fizzle and turn him into a tiny mouse. Okay, uh, what's your? He needs to make a saving throw, right? What's your spell DC? That's a good question. Uh, wisdom fourteen. Need to roll above a fourteen, a fourteen or higher. Nope, you're a mouse. If you're if you're willing, uh, come on over. Uh, stand in front of me. Sure, I move. I, I'm gonna pick up Fizzle so he doesn't get stepped. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna move in front of Willier as a tiny mouse and hope no one noticed. Willier, you have plenty of work for the tentacles but... slap down around your head. Mm-hmm. Like your head is completely involved in tentacles, and you see that under the tentacles he has like a six toothed maw that's like mm-hmm. a sucker. That opens up and something comes out. It has like it's it's like slaps against your face, and then just as it's about to enter your eye, you remember being in Piador in your lab, and you're on the ground on your back, and a thing made up of chains is in the center of your lab. And it goes, the best part is everyone will think you did it. As it like lifts you up off of the ground by its chain, you know, its chain body. And you're struggling. You're like writhing around in it. And you cast a delayed blast fireball, which is not a spell you know at the moment, but you remember casting it. And it explodes and it catches him and you. Wait, is and this happening in in the memory or this in is real? what he's remembering? If he, it's not happening really. Uh, okay. Uh, you guys just see a, the thing has these tentacles all over William's head, and William's just kind of standing there, being groped by tentacles, as far as you know. Do I notice um, any um, small holes that mice could fit in? You're in you're in Selin's grip, so no. If you're trying to get into my brain hole, I'm gonna, I'm, I will murder no. you. No, I'm just looking around. <laughs> I'm looking around the room. Wait, is Zelen holding me or am I on his shoulder? Yeah, Zelen said he was grabbing you, so he's got you. I mean, you're in my hands. Can I? Do I notice? I'm doing any... something right now, so we're gonna go. Well, you will come back to you. You can do your mischief after. Okay. Uh, as the, the fire blast explodes, it hits the the creature, and you now know it's called a chitin. Or a chain devil. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem particularly affected, but you, you're hurled back by the force of your own fireball. And he's like, no! He runs over and he's like, the body, the body is dying. And you reach up and you laugh at him and go, I'll see you again real soon. And then you remember waking up in the tube on the boat. Oh. Okay. Is is the imprinting thing done? Am I like back to like regular consciousness now? Well, actually, you're now waking up in the boat, and as you wake up in the boat, 
the uh, Illithid is standing next to you going, that was fascinating. So, yeah. You're far more advanced at spellcasting than I would have thought. Yeah, this body just hasn't caught up, apparently. Well, no. uh, It was taken by someone. That's interesting. Well, I'm going to have to ask. I'm compelled. Do you mind if I implant a tadpole in your brain? I do. I, I, Ceramorphosis does not agree with my constitution. That's really unfortunate. I'm very, 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 very divine. Oh, I'm fine. Here you go. You just, there's a slorking experience. You feel the thing coming out of your eye as you come back to consciousness and he breaks the connection. Uh, Fizzle, there's no mouse holes or anything like that in this room because it is a magically designed room and he didn't design it for mice to be messing around with it. Uh, make me a perception check to see if there's anything that you could get into. I mean, there's a few, there's like a few tubes and like glass beakers you could get into, but then it would be pretty easy for him to just tilt them up so you couldn't get out. Well, I still want to try to crawl into one of the tubes. Okay. Well. Fizzle goes and climbs inside of a beaker um, and is in a beaker right now, uh, unless somebody tries to stop him. I said we just cap it and put a hole in it so he can breathe. But uh, Right now, Will, you're you're conscious. You're standing there. I tell everybody what I saw. I absentmindedly pick up the beaker and turn it so that Fizzle can't get out. You're kind of while scrabbling on the glass. You're scrabbling on the glass two sides now, but they're glass. While we're no while we're talking, and then I look over at Conahay. How long does this last? An hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I go back to talking. No, uh, apparently you. But that's interesting because that would mean maybe he did the same. Who yep. did the same? The, the Kenku. Oh. Which would explain why the others were taken and have been doing bad things, potentially, and and not necessarily that we are the only simulacrum of the group, but, well, the plot thickens, but it does mean that I have to find whatever that chain thing is and blow it the heck up. Oh, that was was a chitin demon, a a devil of the nine hells. Not a demon, I'm sorry. Uh, they, they're, they're definitely not demons. They're devils. Different. Very different. They're very touchy, touchy about it. Don't ever call a demon a devil or a devil a demon. They don't like it. And never call Diodons either of those things. Or either oh. of those things Diodons. Diodons is another horrible thing. Noted. Good, good, to, good to know. Um, so we can use that feather to get home? Yes, you just need to find uh, an existing portal that you that you know of. And use this to effectively attune to it, and this will unlock that portal to take you to uh, the, the 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 elfin orc city in the south. I, I think it's in the south. Uh, it's been a long time. I would know what he's talking about, though, right? You think he's talking about Piedor? Yeah. You're so, not 100 percent sure because he's being real freaking vague, but you get the sense that he does not actually remember the prime material terribly well. He's been a long time since he's done Ceramorphos, Sarah, and he's, you know... Well, we've got a old little... Firm. We've got a little problem with that. 
um, the portal that we came through, it let us out in the sky. Oh, well, then you should use that one. He waves his hand, and there's a gigantic rip in the room, and there's a swirling portal to a plane where giant rocks smash into each other and you know, explode, and there's beings on the rocks who leap from the one that was crashing into the other one and start fighting uh, winged creatures flying around and so forth. I, I think we're good with that one. I, I, I go to, to caution on the rest. Remember, we had that one in the field with the herds that was in the middle of nowhere. We could just go to that one. That's true. Far away is that, though. That We've journeyed a lot. It's safer than that, and I point to like the cascading hell space in front of us. Roll me a D2. A D2? Yep. Everyone? That's a two. No, just, just Willier. Willier pointed with the hand that had the feather in it. Oh, no. And as he did, the portal shifts as the feather lights up. Oh. And now it is looking, you are now looking at the ocean. Oh, that was unexpected. I told you it would do that. It, can we get back to the other one in the field? I don't know can where that is. Caution. Oh, nuts. Um, I grab the necklace again and go. We open the portal. Are, are you safe? No response. I, I move over to Mischief and I will like grab her hand and I just kind of like look at her like we'll come back. We will get her. I don't even know if she's alive anymore. Then if she's not, we will avenge her. Okay. I guess that'll work. We should go. What the guys. heck? You hear like several voices coming from the other side of the portal. We should go. Do you want? If you don't want to use it, tell me and I can close it. It won't consume the feather, or will it? No, the feather will just tell any portal you use it on to go to that location. It's going to, one way or another, you're, that's where you're going out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Do Let's we go, want... guys. Okay. I'm going to scoop up the jar Fizzle is in. Oh, I'm holding on to it. I'll hand it to you. Good. <laughs> Someone so, just needs you... to carry it. What are y'all doing? I guess step through. Speaking. Unless anybody has any through. objections. Stepping through. Yeah, All let's right. go through. Same. You step through. Uh, there's the the weird moment of translation that you feel when you step through one of these portals. Uh, and you're standing on a beach. Except, unlike the last time you stood on a beach, the sand here is pure white. And... Obviously, to both again to both Kanahe and Willier, easily determinable. This beach was made with magic. Like someone came along and cast spells to make this beach perfect and white, and lovely. And as you are looking around, you see the glass and steel spires of the city of Piador, the capital city of the elven settlers who came to the Riatan millennia ago and you realize you are back on the prime material you are on the riaton you are home i uh i look at uh Kanahe. well we did want to come back 
And as you guys are realizing it, there's several people on the beach who are like, what the heck? And the portal closes. And I believe we're going to call it there. I just kind of hold the necklace. (laughs) I'm still a mouse. But that's, you're still a mouse, yep. But I believe that's two hours. A little bit less, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're good. We can keep going if people want to, but I feel like this is a good stopping point. Yeah, it's a, a good, good natural break. Point. Yeah, I mean, I trying? want to. But... So, do I get to hold on to my D eight, the inspiration D eight, until yeah, I still time? got it. It's okay, fine. all right. Just make sure to to like write down that you've got I it. I made I made a note. So okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's finally we got some actual story progression. I was wondering how long it was going to take for you guys to to find out some of that stuff. Yeah, that um, was a unexpected twist. I got to give you kudos for that one. I was not expecting to not be a real boy. Well, kinda. Essentially, the way you the way you work, and this is not the way Fizzle works. Fizzle's thing is different. Oh. But you're effectively a backdoor that you took. Yeah. So you are. The I'm the real, real William Russ in a newer body. Yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> you're backdoor. Yeah. You were his way I, out. I literally I literally just car- uh, altered carbon myself is what I got out of this. I needle cast into oh, a, a spare geez. body. Mm-hmm. That, but as to how they got you and what they were doing with you, that you don't know. You should have been in that lab in Piedor. You should have literally come from the same place. So. I like it. But yeah. Weird. That's the session, everybody. Uh, you're all level seven, right? Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. I'm not going to level again because we didn't do any fighting or anything like that. You did earn some experience, so we'll probably level again relatively soonish. But yeah, that's it for now. Um, any like, is anybody like any final thoughts from anybody before we we wrap it up? I, uh, you know, I'll just go around and we'll we'll start with uh, Anne. Anything you want to say about the session? Anything you were thinking about? You left my mom. Wait, was that really my mom? I I guess I won't find out until another time. But that was really interesting. That was cool. I like the story. I was waiting for that to come out when you first met them. And I was waiting for that revelation that, you know, they knew you and they might be related to you uh, to come out. But, yeah. Okay, Corey, anything? Uh. No way in hell am I letting an illithid get anywhere near my head. <laughs> you know what the funny uh, thing was is like if it, I was actually like inches away from just saying go ahead until the the whole <laughs> vision, I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll exchange uh, my my body and life for power. Why not? Okay, uh, Deb, anything? Um, as as a a dwarf, uh who doesn't have a whole lot of wisdom. No, I have a lot of wisdom, not a lot of intellect. This is all confusing. (laughs) And where were we that there were dwarves just kind of walking around talking with each other and not engaged in fisticuffs? That's something new. Yeah, Sigil is a place where almost everybody from across the, the outer plains can be found, including dwarves. Uh, one of the dwarves wasn't a Duragar, he was an Azer, but you didn't get a chance to figure that out. Um, Joe, anything for you? I'm loving the twist. I'm 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 having such a blast right now, and I'm 
I'm at this crossroads where I think Willier is going to reinvent himself just a little bit with that new knowledge that he has. And I think it's going to be a little less bookish, a little more avenging gnome of fire. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Liz, anything, you know, I, I know we didn't get really kind of, he didn't get a lot of background this time, but you did get to turn fizzle, fizzle into a mouse. So I, I, I was, I was waiting to do that for a while. Uh, Wow. Yeah, I don't know how to process all of this. this and is now a lot. you have him in a jar. <laughs> well, you know, for an hour. So. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, he, he's a mouse for an hour. Should probably get him out of the jar before then. Speaking of the mouse in the yeah, house, yeah. Uh, Mitch, what, what did you feel about today's session? Do Kenku lay eggs? I believe they do. Okay. I believe you don't, because you said you were a boy. Yeah, no, I just, you know, the, the dude mentioned, like... He should have things... eaten one of those brain rats, the cranium rats. The dude mentioned things laying eggs, or someone did at some point, and I, that got me thinking. Otherwise, um... Traditionally, Kenku lay, uh, lay clutches of two to four eggs. Oh, okay. Uh, otherwise, I'm, I'm still kind of taking this in stride. I'm a little confused. I mostly want to know what my other self is doing. If there or is if another, self another self out there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why am I not famous? Like, well, you're the destroyer. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> but we'll find out as we move along because uh, next session will be sometime next month. Thank you, everybody who showed up and listened to us as we did this insanity. Uh, I apologize for the voices I tried to do. Um, and I apologize for forgetting that I was doing them so that the, the illicit went from <laughs> to just normal talking. Uh, that happens with me because I'm not a professional voice actor. Man, Critical Role puts a lot of pressure on you as a GM. Like, right? I can't do all the voices. I can't do all the voices. Uh, but yeah. You How dare you not be Matt Mercer? You level. do great. You do great. Um, you do an awesome job. Well, You're amazing. We are. That's it. This has been the session. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, like I said, we'll be here next month. Um, I'm going to mention that we have a Patreon tier that we're trying to hit uh, for the site, and if we hit it, I believe it's it's six thousand a month. Is that that the case, Liz? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the target's uh, six grand. If we hit that, then we'll be doing more RPG content. We haven't really figured out all the new stuff we'll be trying to do, but um, if nothing else, we might get to do more you know cool stuff involving various role playing games. So if you're interested in that kind of thing. Hey, you know, some support would really help. And that's something I thought I should mention since we're doing a D&D session. Uh, but yeah. Sure. Uh, everyone say goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye, and everyone. I'm clicking the uh, stop button. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs>